Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 206, the first new Wolf Den Live of this brave new era where Bob and I are separated by at least two counties. Uh, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because I'm at like, you know. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, two. it's two. It's two. Well, hello, everybody. Yeah. How y'all doing? This is uh, weird and different. Yep. I don't care what you think about it. Yep, this is it. This is Wolf Den Live from now on. Take well, it or leave it. Will's going to look a little better. <laughs> yeah. We tr- work- that, yeah, we tried to... Uh, <laughs> we're using Google Hangouts. It doesn't look that great. Tried to use Discord. Looked a little better. But did you did you really think Discord was going to work? No. Discord. No. Couldn't hear a damn thing Discord on Discord never works. There's always something with yeah. Discord. Anyway... How's everybody doing? Hello, JT Mitchell. Hello, Parker. Hello, Prince Wolfchild. Hello, Boomer. Not talking to you, Will. Uh, and Gene Kauf, thank you for the $2. Feels birthday, man. Hashtag rich people pizza. Is it your birthday? Because it's not my birthday. Yeah, it certainly isn't. It's uh, Dot Ed's birthday on Twitter. Oh. Also, special thanks to Eric Henley. Always. Uh, Nicholas B. Uh, Dark type. Trip Gould. And Miller the Killer for being members here on YouTube. Thank you, everybody, for joining us and for being members and for always being a part of the Wolf Den Live festivities. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that I'm laggy. Uh, deal with it for this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to happen. Also, why yeah. it says that I'm sh- uh, another thing that's happening is I'm using the new YouTube backend for streaming. Ooh, oh. I use the new YouTube backend for uploading. I do not like it. No, it sucks a lot. I hate it so much. You have to do hashtags after you upload it. Yeah. Which is dumb. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it says I'm, I'm, our bit rate's low, which is weird. Why is it like that? This is know. not on purpose. Everything is a disaster tonight. Oh, crap. Also, I'm not doing a local recording. Oops. All right. Great. Thanks. Uh, hold on one second, guys. I'm going to try something real dumb. Give me one okay. second. I got to record. You said F. No, I know. I wasn't recording. I wasn't recording. You don't You don't have to mark that. Are you sure it's not? Yes. It's not going to be in the stream. Okay. Uh, I started it again. Okay. I stopped the stream and then started it again. So hopefully okay. now we're back. Okay. Okay. I changed the setting, and that's why we were at the wrong stream uh, bit rate. But now we're good. All right, good. I should. I'm probably still laggy and not as crisp as Bob. No, but... he's not gonna. That's not gonna fix that. But... Yeah, that's that's the story of my life, folks. Guys, welcome to this new era. We got a lot to talk about today, but mm-hmm. first we must talk about the indie games that were announced at the indie showcase. Yes, for the Nintendo Switch. Will, did you see any of it at all? Uh, I did not, but I saw all the recap stuff, so I know I know what the, the score is. I was going to stream, co-stream it, mm-hmm. but of course I was up all night making a video, and I was like, you know what, nah. And then guess what? It really wasn't that good. And there were a couple of interesting things, but nothing was truly mind blowing or revolutionary. I would say nothing was co-stream worthy. I would say, yeah. but yeah, the all but- right. Oh, still he, worthy enough to talk about. Yes, of course. There was some good stuff. Mm-hmm. There was nothing like crazy mind-blowing, but there was some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got Sports Story. That was the first thing they showed. Yes, the sequel to Golf Story. Yes, I've never played Golf Story. I feel like uh, I would really like it. 
Yeah, it looks incredible, but I've just never gotten around to playing. I might play Sports Story, though, because it's not just golf. It's golf, tennis, dungeons, espionage, mini games, and plenty of friends and enemies. I actually really like golf games. Yeah, golf games are fun. Yeah, and this, it looks like, towards the end of the trailer, it looks like they mix games up. Like, like, yeah. uh, like there was a guy with a baseball bat on a tennis court. Yeah. But then yeah, towards you, the end, yeah. The, from, the, from the picture, you could see, like, cricket and uh, soccer and volleyball and fishing. In this one part right here, somebody kicks a soccer ball to a guy with a baseball bat, and he knocks it into the soccer goal. Yeah. And the goalie is a guy in knight's armor. That's rad. Oh, and there's somebody hitting a golf ball with a golf club at somebody who's playing tennis into what looked like a soccer goal or something. Yeah. So, oh, and and also pitching a cinder block. All right. So it looks crazy. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I think that yeah, looks really looks, cool. Looks fun. That was a very good thing to start the the yes to start it all off with. Next was Streets of Rage Four. Hell yeah. How do you feel about this? I I I didn't really uh, look too much into it to be completely. I honest. mean, the the big thing they announced was um, the return of, and I forgot his name. <laughs> I think it's uh, the guy. Is it, yeah, it's Adam Hunter, who was the one of the original uh, playable characters in the first Streets of Rage. He was replaced in the second one by his brother Skate. And skate, skate, skate hunter, yeah, and uh, what a great name! And uh, yeah, um, so you played a skate, or you could play a skate in two and three. So this is Adam's triumphant return to the series, um, and he actually fights alongside his daughter Cherry in the game. Um, but that was like the big thing that for this reveal was that Adam Hunter is playable once again in Streets of Rage Four. Okay, the game looks great. Uh, it looks exactly like Streets of Rage, um, but modern, and that's that's all I really want in life. So I'm I was gonna get it anyway. It doesn't matter who they add to the game, but it's nice to see original characters come back. Uh, have you played all the Streets of Rage? Yeah, yeah, you're a fan. You're a Streets yeah. of Rage guy. Yeah, um, two's the best. There's not a whole lot of variety between them. Um. I mean, if you're going to play one Streets of Rage game, play two, but they're all really good. They're all really fun. Um, I am curious, because I've never played... Uh, in Japan, it's known as Bare Knuckle, and apparently Bare Knuckle 3 in Japan is very different from Streets of Rage 3 in the US. Like, there's a wow. lot of, like, regional differences. So, one of these days, I need to play that. What's with this guy just walking with his hands in his pockets? Oh, man, he's chill. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Gleamlight. Uh, I don't know anything about this game. Use a stain using a stained glass motif. This unique game puts players in the role of a sword. That's right, a sword in a terrifying, sad but warm story drawn in a beautiful, glassy world. From the developers of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, really comes Gleam Light, launching on the Nintendo Switch in early 2020. So you you play as a sword, huh? Who 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 developed Bloodstained? In, did Inti Creates uh, uh, publish it? I think so. Gleamlight. Let's see. Gleamlight looks like a... Not Silk Song. Hollow Knight. Yeah. 
uh developers art play okay they don't have a wiki oh it's published by 505 okay okay cool yeah, it uh, looks interesting yeah that, that character doesn't really look like a sword but no are you playing as their sword the description says puts the players in the role of a sword that's right a sword yeah. yeah, that character... Oh, unless the whole, like, clothing situation isn't... They're just empty inside? Maybe. It's like a sword. Uh, or like what's, uh, what was that character in uh, the Zelda game with the, all the motion controls? Fee? Where she becomes the Master Sword? Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Skyward Sword. In Skyward Sword, the character Fee, who nobody likes, uh, I believe she becomes the Master Sword. You played Skyward Sword? No, but I read about it. <laughs> Oh, I got to turn uh, notifications off here. I got to mute. I like, I like to be on top of my Zelda lore. 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 Zelda lore. All right, next is Bacon Switch. Uh, I did not like uh, the little chit-chat they had before this trailer. <laughs> I, think the, uh, I think this Indie Direct had really bad, like... Uh, banter from the uh from the developers and i get it they're indie uh, developers yeah. so it's not like yeah, they so they're not like... like they're not like your typical corporate triple a you know ea ubisoft kind of stuffy guys you know they're indie they're fun they're cool and it's not like they could hire like a video team or anything yeah i mean they all looked fine but yeah they like dragged on and like mm-hmm. uh said really dumb stuff like really dumb jokes they were really focused on how this game is about baking it's called okay. Bacon Switch. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Oh, I, Bake and like Switch. I gotcha. Yeah, oh, well, you, you're getting it now, Will? Yeah, I'm getting it. it. all coming to you? In this party brawler right. that's all about food, up to four players work as a team to punch, combine, and bake dough before time runs out. Bacon Switch cooks Bacon up Switch. something special on the Nintendo Switch <laughs> in summer 2020. Uh, yep. Uh, that's it. Yeah. So it sounds a little bit like uh, overcooked. Yes. So uh, again, not that exciting. Yeah. This had this me interested. Is, this is kind of cool. This is called Super Mash. Yes. Uh, it's cool because it's reminding me a lot of Mario Maker. It's like a game maker maker. But yeah, I don't know if you're making the games or if you're just being like given a bunch of different places it, it, it's it's a mashup of all different types of games you a love stealth, letter you got video game culture super mash is set in a game shop owned by a brother and sister who discover a mysterious game console players will never know what to expect in in super in super mash as the game mashes together video game genres and creates different experiences every time Ah, uh, so it's so a procedural game, generation thing. Yeah, and it, it'll mix up like RPGs and platformers and all these other wacky genres. Did you finish reading the thing? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a procedural generation type thing. Yeah. Uh, there's stealth. That's cool. That's cool. There's shooter elements. What the hell engine is this? It it it. Look at that. It it does like. You have third person. You got top down. You got another top down. But then look at that. Just straight up 3D. Yeah. So I'm watching the trailer now, and it looks like you can select the genres to mash up. Oh, you can mash 
different genres together. Yeah. So everything is different. You know, it's always unique. Weird. So okay. let, me just, let me go back and see. Because they select platformer and JRPG specifically. But let's see if I can. So there's platformer, action adventure, stealth, shoot 'em up, JRPG. Wow. That's cool. All right. It's not yeah. like you're not making these games. You're not making your own like levels and stuff. No, but, but you... look at that. that. Okay, that's a that was a platformer uh bullet hell shooter. Yeah. So like they have the genres, you mash them together, and the world is like created based on, you know, I guess the presets for those genres. Interesting. I would do yeah. a stealth platformer. That would be I sick. I would definitely check this out. The stealth looks like Metal Gear. Yeah. And, and it looks like there's... The just freaking Mario. That would be awesome. There was one section that looked exactly like The Sims. Yes. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm seeing all different types. The Sims. Yeah. I'm so, I, uh, yeah, The Sims. That 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 was the only one that was like fully 3D. Yeah. Or maybe it's just... Maybe it's fake 3D. Hold on. Let's get to that. Oh, maybe. Because the first Sims game was fake 3D. I can't tell. No, that's real. Th- ah! Hold up. Hold up. It could be fake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really changing perspective when they're walking away from the camera. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it, it could be fake. I mean, it looks great. So yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to knock it. Yeah, no, it's definitely unique. It's very clever. It's probably, yeah. you know, the most interesting thing they showed. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm super into this. Do we know yeah. when? Do we know when we could see this? Uh, oh, May. May 2020. Okay. May. Hopefully it doesn't sit in development hell like, uh, what was that other game? That other Maker game that I saw at PAX. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I loved it when I played it, and then it mm-hmm. was... It sat in development hell and it never came out. Yeah, I don't remember. But this one looks good. Uh, Super yeah. Mesh. Uh, next is the Talos Principle. So I heard of this game and I remember when it first came out, but I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> okay. Well, tasked to love to ta- heap, task to solve a series of more than 120 complex puzzles, players will divert drones, manipulate laser beams, and uh, replicate time. To prove their worth, the Talos Principle Deluxe Edition is available on the Sound Switch right now. Um, yeah, so this is a game that's already been a thing. Yeah. Uh, now we're just uh, getting it on the Switch, which is cool. Yeah. yeah, which, you know, hashtag put everything on the Switch. How much is it? Mm. Uh, it is... Boop, 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 boop. Take your time. 30 bucks. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that's good. I'm I probably never going to play it. There, I think that's what it goes for on other systems. I mean, probably. I mean, it's the definitive edition, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, deluxe, deluxe. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to play that. Sail forth. <laughs> this looks pretty. There's nothing quite like a high seas adventure combining classical, uh, classic naval action with exploration in Sail Forth. The entire map is procedurally generated with players discovering islands to explore, quests to take, sailors to rescue, and pirates to loot. Sailforth docks on Nintendo Switch in 2020. There's a big market for pirate 
or like boat games. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. for some reason, people go nuts for the pirate stuff in Assassin's Creed, which I think is really dumb. Sea of Thieves is also very big, which I know you did not like. No, I, I heard it got a lot better. I don't yeah. want to knock it too much, but uh, yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, but well, I could see this being a thing for a lot of people, especially because oh, yeah. it's procedurally generated, so you could just go on forever. Like No Man's Sky, but on the seven seas. On the seven seas, and yeah. probably good. <laughs> uh, so not for me, but maybe for some people. Definitely. It looks pretty cool, and it's pretty. Dauntless. This is a game that's been a thing for a while. Yes. You want to you wanna read this? Uh, sure. Join millions of players in Dauntless, the fastest-growing online action RPG, and explore a massive free-to-play online world. Stand together and slay behemoths with your friends from all over the world with true crossplay. Exclusive to Slayers on the Nintendo Switch, Skyfighter armor and Sky Metal weapon set ensure that you look your best on the hunt. This cosmetic set includes uh, weapon skins for all seven weapon types in Dauntless and a stylish armor set. So I heard this game is just Monster Hunter. But it's free. Mm. And it's out right now. So this was, this was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, I say give it a shot. It's freaking free. Yeah. Why not? You got nothing to lose. I'm fine with these free-to-play games that are popping over to Switch because they're, yeah. they're freaking free. And and yeah. a lot of times, the free-to-play aspect isn't invasive. Yeah. Like with Warframe, it's not invasive at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I heard this was fun. I saw Miss Click p- playing it uh, last night. She seemed to have a fine time with it. There you so, go. And again, it's like it's like freaking Monster Hunter. It looks like Monster Hunter. And the whole thing is, you know, you take down these giant beasts. So that's Dauntless. And you can play with your friends for free. Yeah. So, I think that's cool. Check that out. Next is Murder by Numbers. This is one that I have not heard of. From TV studios to glitzy award shows, players must uncover a tangled web of conspiracy, deception, and, of course, murder as they, play, as they piece together the truth one pixel at a time. Featuring music from Masakazu Sugimori, uh, the composer behind Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and Beautiful Joe, Murder by Numbers launches first as a timed exclusive on Nintendo Switch in early 2020. I know I'm learning Japanese, but man, I just still can't read Japanese names. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, Phoenix Wright guy did the music. That's good. Yes. Cool. I would play some, cool. but I don't want to get dinged. This looks like a... Like a... Like a... Does Point. it just look like Phoenix, right? No. I didn't play it yet. It looks like a... What's it called? Like a... Visual novel. Visual novel. Oh, right. But there's like... You oh, know, yeah. Number puzzle situations going yeah. on. So, yeah. Okay. Not my, not my thing. There is an audience for it. If you like... Visual novels, and you like puzzle games. There's a certain type of... You know, I can actually think of a few people where that overlap works. It, yeah. So, this that's a this is a this is a female thing. Oh, yeah. I, I know a few... Uh, a few ladies. A few ladies who, who would... That, that there is overlap, like puzzle games yeah. and visual novels. So, I, I, I understand the, the, the market for that. Mm-hmm. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Well, you know about this game. Yes, I've actually played it. I have it on you the have? Vita. 
Yeah, I have it. I I don't remember if it's a PS Plus game or if I bought it, but I've played it on the Vita. There's no way you bought this game. I mean, I might have. That it was going for like five <laughs> bucks at one point. Do you like the Oddworld games, or did you just get this? To have so this? I bought it because I remember when this came out. This was like a big deal game. Like this was one of those like critical darlings that all the magazines at the time because in my day we read our reviews in magazines um they all raved about it they said it was really good very clever um unique in terms of like setting and how it handles the genre and stuff it was okay (laughs) when i played it granted i played it like 10 15 years after it came out so it probably hasn't aged very well did you play Uh, a lot of it i don't think i did i must not have if i don't then don't remember if I played a lot of it, but I played some, enough to not really be into it. I don't know if it was because I was playing it on the Vita and it's like such a small screen and like you know you're using the tiny analog sticks and well, stuff. Well, also supposedly uh, the mechanics are dated. Yeah. Uh, when did this game come out? It was original Xbox game. Yeah. So we they didn't really have well, like 2004 at the li- latest they didn't really have first person controls like nailed down yet well they had halo they had rainbow six well that's what i'm saying well rainbow six did not do a good job at the very beginning right well um halo was the first shooter to get controls correct right but after halo everybody at least copied the the twin sticks approach. well it took a while it took a while for people to do that but that's what I'm saying. Well, they they updated this game to have modernized controls is what I'm well, this, saying. Well, what I'm trying to say is this game came out at the end of the original Xbox's lifespan. Okay. So by then, people had adopted the twin stick style and using the triggers to shoot. So there was well, enough time. I. It's possible that the game's controls were fine when it came out. But yeah. it says with updated first-person shooter controls. Oh, and I yeah. I think I'm in the trailer it says modernized. Oh, but, yeah, because I'm sure because when I remember playing on the Vita, it was still clunky. So I'm right. sure they had, they had to add, you know, proper triggering and maybe even iron sights. But it, it um, says and gyroscopic aiming. So, I may, yeah, well, that's two separate things. OK, yeah. So either way, they polished up the, the mechanics. So right. it plays a little better. Yeah. Uh, uh, our father is going nuts in the chat. I have to acknowledge him oh so that God. he will stop. <laughs> he's very excited that the video that he's in. Is almost at a hundred thousand views. Nice. He I mean, should he be will... upset that my Xbox video isn't doing so good. Yeah. You should you should be promoting my Xbox video, father, and uh, make your own YouTube channel if you want to yeah. capitalize on the hundred thousand views of the Japanese vlog. And soon he will be the third Wolfman to hit a hundred thousand views on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. What do we got next? Uh, oh, Skatebird. <laughs> Skatebird, interesting story about this game. So Nintendo okay. tweeted something of promoting this game, Heart Burb. Uh-huh. Like, I heart, I heart Burb. And then they deleted the tweet. Why would they do that? Hmm. Did they think it was misspelled? I don't know. But Anyway. Yeah. This is the game. It's on yeah. screen. It's you are a bird, and it's Tony Hawk, but you're a bird. Uh, I like how... Like the all the arenas are made out of like, you know, everyday objects that a bird would just be, you know, walking around in. Oh, like that was that was straight up Thrasher magazine. It's Thrasher if you look closely. Oh, I was gonna say they have licensing in this game. But yeah, it looks real. It looks (laughs) almost like Thrasher magazine. 
they have to be getting sued for that. Oh, probably. Um, yeah, so this looks like, uh, what's it called? Like army men? How like yeah. all of the, the world is like household objects or tiny versions yeah. of things. Um, or like makeshift. It's it's all, it looks like a makeshift skate park made out of yeah. small household objects. Yeah, so like, you know, the bird's like that big, but the world around them is huge. Yeah, and for podcast listeners, the bird is like uh, what would you call that? One of those, uh, you know, like a like a pet bird. What, what would yeah. you call that? Uh, cockatoo? Do I want? Cockatoo. No, it's definitely no. Not. That's too big. I'm sure the chat will figure it out. Yeah, it's a pet bird looking thing. Yeah, it's one of your pet bird that you buy at like Petco or whatever. Little fat thing. Yeah, you know the ones that are like three inches high. Yeah. Anyway, he's just doing tricks. Yeah. I wonder bird. if it's gonna be Tony Hawk control style arcadey, where like you know. The face buttons are your moves, or if it's going to be like skate, where the analog stick is used for everything. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah. I'd hope it's the Tony Hawk style, because if they were to do the skate style, the sim style for this kind of game, that would be frustrating. I'm waiting for a flip trick to see what it looks like. He like kind of glitches into a wall ride. (laughs) Yeah. He hasn't done a flip trick yet. Oh, just yeah, no, me. that kickflip looked like a regular, like, yeah. like he pressed the kickflip. But yeah, no, it looks Tony Hawk style for sure. All right. Uh, parakeet, everyone's saying parakeet, 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 yeah. parakeet. Is that, is that for real? Hold on, hold on. I got I got I thought parakeets were bigger. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Oh, no, it's parakeet. Okay. Here we go. Uh, you said army men, and it reminded me, like, a few months ago, I tweeted an idea to do a podcast series chronicling all 23 games in the army men series and that was not a joke why would you do oh it's 23 exactly holy and the most recent one was for the original Wii. (laughs) jesus christ i just think i just think it'd be fun to go through this really obscure ass series you're right game by game if someone wants to support me on patreon that would be you ever heard of uh talking stalkings no it's f- from Funhouse. Yeah. yeah, they had a series where they watch an episode of Silk Stockings, and then uh, podcast it. Yeah, but they really just released edited videos of them doing it, and it turned <laughs> into a talk show. And they just uh-huh. en- never end up actually watching Talking Stock, uh, Silk Stockings. They just yeah, it like just that. turns into a mess. But with the Army Men games, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, we should do that and call it the backlog. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We got liberated. I must have blacked out when this game was shown because I don't. Oh no, I remember this. It's the comic booky one. You have to play this. It's it, you're obligated to play this. Oh yeah, it's, it's a okay. comic book thing. Liberated yeah. blends the art of cyberpunk hand-drawn graphic novels with interactivity and action to create a seamless experience as players flip between pages, side-scrolling stealth gunplay and platforming action. They must view what. Uh, transpires from many points of view to praise the to parse the truth i read at a third grade level liberated uh launches first as a time exclusive on nintendo switch in 2020 all right so this looks like oh it looks like it's on steam right now oh that trailer was for steam um Uh, somebody said that uh Super Mesh was on uh, the Epic Store. Yeah, it is. I hate that because <laughs> I don't want to play it on anything, but like I really want to play that game. Yeah. 
but I don't you just gotta wait that three much. Away. Yeah. Um, this looks very good. This looks like um, what Comic Zone on the Genesis should have turned into. Yeah, like what it would look like now. Yeah. Uh, you know, just more in depth, more you know, variety to the gameplay, and also hopefully not impossible to play without cheat codes. Yes. No, this looks really good. I'm interested yeah. in this. I'm, I'm. I will. I will do a video of that. <laughs> That would be nice. Yeah. We also got Boyfriend Dungeon. I will do a video of this too. Why not? <laughs> I would like to see that. <laughs> uh, this doesn't look like the game. Oh, yes. No. Okay. I've heard of this game before. I think the boyfriends are your swords. In this dating, si dating sim dungeon crawler mashup, players forge precious memories with many different loves and then use their individual combat styles to clear out monsters and uncover the dungeon secrets. Boyfriend Dungeon wants to be more than just friends with the Nintendo Switch in 2020. There it is. I mean, it's a, uh, also a beautiful looking game. Date oh, yeah. your weapons. You ain't never going to hear that in any other game. Yeah. This looks cool. Again, there's a lot of overlap with this. It's a freaking uh, isometric dungeon crawler slash dating scenario. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. So I, I get it. I get it. That's cool. I mean, you know what? It's a dating sim, but it's got actual combat, so that might I would I would play it for like an hour. So yeah, I'd like definitely it. give this a shot. I would give it a little shot. Yeah. Anyway, I'd definitely date that guy. The guy <laughs> on the cover art, the long haired guy. Definitely. Oh yeah. He's a, he's dreamy. Dreamscaper. This sounds like the name of a razor blade. Uh, sometimes the only way to face a tough, uh, uh, subject is head on. Even if that means battling a nightmarish depression, living inside a young woman's subconscious, combining a brawler, a top-down shooter and a dungeon crawler. We're seeing a lot of mashups going on. Yeah. Dreamscaper launches first on Nintendo switch as a timed exclusive on consoles in early 2020. All right. So there's opening like bar scenes kind of just look like the bar from Catherine. Mm-hmm. From Catherine. Yeah, remember the bar from Catherine? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking Celeste for some reason. Anyway, uh, I thought it was interesting that they said timed exclusive. Yeah. Because I don't think any of the other ones said timed exclusive. Well, and one this is did. in a Nintendo announcement. Oh. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This looks like Absolver. A little bit. Who developed Absolver? Uh, slow Cap. Doesn't say. Yeah. Slow Cap Games. You can play uh, the demo now on Kickstarter. They also developed Ashen. Wait, did I say it? No. No, no, it's not the same people. It's not the same okay. people. Not the same people. Take it back. Take it all back. But it looks like Absolver. Uh, anyway, we got the Survivalist. I don't know about that game. I'm probably never going to play it. Uh, I'm talking about Dreamscaper. I don't yeah. know about that game. But now so, we're on the Survivalist. Yes. Which combines crafting, base building, and survival, along with a few surprises and a new adventure set within the Escapist universe. And on Nintendo Switch, up to four players can play together in local wireless and online multiplayer. The Survivalist launches uh, in 2020. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, it looks exactly like that game, The Escapist, in terms of like visual style. I know nothing else about that game. Are they the same developer? Yeah. Oh, it, it is. says it's set in the Escapist universe. Oh, I was not paying attention. No, you never. I was do, reading Bob. Dad's voice uh, chat messages. Um. Okay. Yeah, I I, I never played uh, The Escapist, mm-hmm. and this doesn't look like my type of game. So skip. Axiom Verge. That's the last thing. This was the one more thing. Yeah. Did you ever play uh, Axiom Verge? No, but this is not Axiom Verge. This is Axiom Verge Two. Right. Right. Yes. Interesting thing about Axiom Verge. Yeah. It's made by I think one guy. I think. I don't so. know if he has help, but it's de- it's definitely run almost completely by one guy. Yeah. If not completely by one guy. Uh, and he has a day job as like a software programmer. <laughs> so uh, this game is not his full-time job. Yeah. So nobody tap. That's who developed it. Nobody thought there was going to be a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and now it turns out he's been working on a sequel for like four years or something. Uh, the first one came out in 2015. So this is like a side project for him. This isn't even yeah. like a like a main thing. But anyway, discover the origins of the Axiom Verge universe in this long-awaited sequel to the critically acclaimed game Axiom Verge 2 launches for Nintendo Switch in autumn 2020. Yeah. So it's going to be a while. And I would bet it's going to be delayed. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember when the first one came out, it was praised for like the best Metroidvania-type game in a long time. And it was praised as being the best Metroidvania game on the Wii U. (laughs) It's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, this is basically just Metroid. Yeah. Um, and Metroid hasn't been doing much, so done, that's done, done nothing. They did um, Samus Returns, which was nice, but yeah. where's Metroid Prime Four? True, yeah. Um, and even though, even so, if they do a Metroid Prime Four, there's no 2D coming out. True, yeah. So uh, it's good that that's why this got so popular is because it's a spiritual successor to Metroid. Yeah. Um. And I didn't. I never played it. There's a lot of I've never played going on here. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure this is good. I'm sure it's going to be good. Uh-huh. Comes out autumn next year, but I bet you it's going to be delayed. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Yeah. That's the whole direct. That was the very end. What do you think? Is there anything you'd like to have seen? Liked to have seen? Yeah. I mean, it's an I indie direct, so like I don't know. Yeah, exactly, like indie direct. I don't know about indie games until they tell me about them. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, we already have a lot of stuff that we yeah. want on the Switch when it comes to indie. Yeah. Uh, Shovel Knight King of Cards came out. Yes. Like yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. So like, why wasn't that there? You know. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, otherwise, I don't have any, like, special requests that I want for indie yeah, stuff. Yeah, no. I mean, there's some cool games on there, definitely. I'm definitely going to check out Streets of Rage 4. Um, Super Mash looks great. Uh, Liberated looks really good. Yeah, Golf, uh, uh, Sports Story, Super Mash, and Axiom Verge 2. Those are, yeah. the I think, the best announcements of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Streets of Rage 4, I think, was a thing already. It was a thing already, yeah. yeah. They just announced that Adam Hunter is playable. And Super Mash apparently is a thing right now if it's on the freaking Epic Store. Uh, Evan Reeves with $2 in the Super Chat. Super Mash is out on the Epic Store. Yes. Uh, also with Super Chat, uh, Bruce Patrick with $2. I'm really missing the old format. Things change. 
That's right, right well, they do. Take it two hours it. back. Uh, J Town Send. J Townsend. Thank you for the Twitch Prime sub. Also, Chala Wallace. Wallace. Um, I can't do this. Thank you for the three months. Hello, beautifuls. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, so that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what else I was going to say about. Oh, and Dauntless. We got Dauntless. That's kind of yes. a big deal. Yes. Would you? Is that an indie game? It seems a I, little big to be an indie game. If it's here, then yes, it's an indie game. Phoenix Labs. How many? How many employees do they have? <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. They see. Okay. Looks. Oh. What? All right. Now, would you consider that an indie developer? Why? How many does it say? I don't know. I'll just look at the picture. Oh, hold on. I got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's more independent than, you know, like Activision. Are we getting into Minecraft territory? How that's an indie game? Look at all these people, Will. Minecraft pre-Microsoft buyout. Yeah, yeah, but even then they had a whole, like a crap ton of employees at Moya. Well, you got it. Independent just basically means you're not working with one of the big publishers. Mm-hmm. It's really all it means at this point. True. So you can be as big as necessary. Phoenix Labs is an independent game studio with locations in Vancouver, British Columbia, and San Francisco, California. They have two locations. Well, we were Ooh. co-founded in 2014 by Jesse. Okay, you know what? Uh. Under the principle of creating a new AAA multiplayer experiences for the gamers to create lasting and memorable relationships for years to come. Mm-hmm. All right, so they were probably probably this game. Dauntless has been around for a really long time, right? They probably started out as a super small team, and then built from there, and they just still call themselves indie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now I'm indie shaming them. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we got other things to talk about. Yeah. That's enough for the Nintendo Direct. Now it's time for the Sony Direct. All right. Uh, I <laughs> I started recording from here, so Eric has uh, a recording to pull from later. Okay. Anyway, I have more Nintendo stuff to talk about later. Mm-hmm. One little thing. But first, we should talk about what the hell this state of play is. I know nothing. I didn't look at this at all. So I didn't watch it, but um, this article basically has a recap of everything they announced. Um, so pictures in this article. There are no pictures in this article. But it, I mean, do we really need pictures for some of these? Just read read, read it off to me. What? All right. Well, the, well, the first thing, and this is because there's an article for this because we covered this. The Resident Evil Three remake has been confirmed. <gasps> it is coming out April third next year, and it's going to be bundled alongside Project Resistance, an online multiplayer uh, survival game with its own campaign mode. Oh my god! So. The next link is uh, more on the Resident Evil 3 remake. I'm playing the trailer. Play the trailer. Um, it's a full remake, much like the Resident Evil 2 remake was. Um, you star as Jill Valentine in a sensible outfit this time. Um, <laughs> trying to escape Raccoon City around the same time of the events of Resident Evil 2. Um, yeah, looks very good. Definitely going to have to get this when it comes out. It looks very good. Yeah. So this leaked, and we talked about it last week even. 
Yeah. I feel like this would have been the bombshell from the state of play. Oh, absolutely. Normally, I don't think that like leaks ruin announcements, mm-hmm. but that that it ruined this announcement. I think. Yeah. I think and, this would have been a much bigger deal if they yeah. if we went in blind. Yeah. Was that the nemesis? It looks like he's wearing a coat. Does he wear a coat? Yeah, he wears like a ratted coat. Yeah. Uh, completely reimagined Resident Evil Three is coming to PS4, also Windows PC via Steam and Xbox One. Um, I don't see a rocket launcher. He gets that later in the game. Oh, okay. Maybe it is him. Yeah. Resident Evil Resistance, which is comes with the game, uh, is a 4v1 online multiplayer game, and it will be included. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm going to say this does not visually look as good to me as Resident Evil 2 does. Well, I think there's just because this is early. Okay. Yeah, because again, it's coming out in you know a few months, so they have enough time to polish it and fix it and whatnot. Resident Evil Three was a much smaller game than Resident Evil Two was originally. Mm-hmm. So Resident Evil Three is actually supposed to be a side story, and Co Veronica was supposed to be Resident Evil Three. They changed it because at the time, Capcom had a deal with Sony, where all numbered Resident Evils had to be on a Sony platform. But they okay. couldn't port Code Veronica over from the Dreamcast to the PS1 because it wasn't powerful enough. So they just made Nemesis Resident Evil 3. A lot of people really liked Code Veronica. Like, that's a, that's a lot of people's favorite Resident Evil games. Yeah. I don't know if that holds up very well. <laughs> it's the old style Resident Evil. So it's like, you know, fixed camera angles and whatnot. But it's one of those Resident Evil games that's very Resident Evil. Like, it's deep in the wacky-ass Umbrella lore. Well, that has a lot more to do with the main Resident Evil story than this one does. Oh, yeah. 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 I I would super play the hell out of a remake of Code Veronica because I've always wanted to play that, and I never got a chance to because it was on the freaking Dreamcast. But we have it. We have it for PS2. Yeah, I never played it. I I started playing it, but then Resident Evil 4 came out, and I'm like, can't go back. Um... Yeah, so, like, I think it's something with, like, the animations or something. Like, when people are talking to each other, it just looks yeah. weird. It's probably, and, of course, the dialogue's weird, but that's just Resident Evil. Yeah. I'm sure the I'm sure the trailer's just, you know, cut uh, together poorly. Just, like, look, look at that. Like, look. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's weird. I, like, Resident Evil 2 looks like like a modern cinematic game. Yeah. This, this like, I mean, the graphics are really good, but the animations are, like, weird. Yeah. And Carlos looks weird. Somebody in the chat said Carlos looks yeah, weird. Yeah, Carlos looks real weird. I think he looked like the design is fine, but he yeah. just, everybody's moving weird. Now, that's Keanu yeah. Reeves. That's not Carlos. That's Keanu <laughs> Reeves right there. He's doing like a whoa. Uh, I should point out that they did announce a, uh, a collector's edition for this. You know, of course they did. Um, but one of the things that comes with it um, is a bonus skin for Carlos and Jill Valentine and it's their original outfits from the game from the original game. That's really game. cool. So like okay. the, the stupid tube top and skirt for Jill and um like Carlos actually looks like he did in the original with like shorter hair and whatnot. They did that with Resident Evil 2, right? Yes. Cool. Did you play Resident Evil 2 with this with those skins? Uh by second playthrough I would like alternate through all the different skins. Mm. Yeah. Cool. There are a lot of alternate skins in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Yeah. There's that like race car one. Yeah. Well, that's um, 
because that's based on the Resident Evil 1.5 prototype where it wasn't Claire, it was Eliza Walker. Ah. She was like a, she was a motocross. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, I would like to play that. Yeah, that was cool. All right, what else do we got? And that was that's just a that's just the most notable thing from the state of play. Yeah, uh, everything else. It's like Kingdom Hearts three is getting DLC, um, coming with new characters and battles in January. We don't care about that. <laughs> uh, Untitled Goose Game is coming uh, next week. Yeah, so people are making a big deal of that on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, let me see if I can find the tweet. People are making a big deal of that because that is a big deal. Yeah. And it's coming so soon, especially. Yeah. But then the Xbox made a tweet and they were like, just so everyone knows, we're also getting Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. They just came out dur- like basically during that announcement. Yeah. They came out and were like, oh, it's Game Pass. It was Xbox Game Pass. That oh, account tweeted it. it. And then Xbox, yeah. the main account, retweeted it. Yeah. Important PSA, we're adding Untitled Goose Game next week. So it's not only coming to Xbox, it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. So if you get Game Pass, you just freaking straight up get uh, Untitled Goose Game. Here's some yeah. fan art of uh, the goose stealing. Uh, it looks like a razor. <laughs> but I guess it's a Halo weapon. Yeah. From Master Chief. And yeah. here he is stealing the the, the, the the helmet from Master Chief. All right, what else right. do we got? Well, that's cool. It's coming yeah. and everything. And that's pretty soon because it just came out. Yeah. Uh, Dreams will be available on PS4 on Valentine's Day next year. Dreams is that um, game, that media molecule, the little big planet guys were working on. Where like you can pretty much create anything. Uh, it's coming out. Is this an is this an uh, announcement for the date? Yeah. Okay. It's coming out uh, February 14th, 2020. And that's uh, PlayStation exclusive? Yes. Okay. Uh, Next was Spellbreak, a new battle royale game combining role-playing and magical combat. Um, It is starting in closed beta. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Before anyone jumps in, yes, it is on the Epic Game Store. You can buy it right now. Uh, The description is... Spellbreak is a new battle royale RPG featuring epic magic combat. We use spectacular spells, uh, combinations, and craft strategic builds in your quest for survival. 50 bucks. That's a lot. Yeah. For a battle royale, especially. Yeah. I was hoping it was like a free-to-play situation. Yeah, no. Well, it's in beta, so technically it is. All right, it looks cool. Yeah. That's a weird Uh, take on a battle royale. Do we know how many players? I didn't say... Actually, hold on. Let me go back. It doesn't look like that many. Yeah. But, I mean, the maps could be huge, and maybe we're just seeing a, a vertical slice of it. Uh, doesn't say on the Epic Games Store. All right. Well, we'll just assume a lot. Yeah. Because it's uh, a battle royale, and it would be weird if it wasn't a lot. Yes. Uh, next is Paper Beast, a VR sandbox game where you explore an ecosystem full of strange beasts coming out uh, first quarter next year. A new Predator game? Yeah, I think they already announced this game. Yes. Unless this is another one. Hunting Grounds. No, it is, uh, it's the same one, Hunting Grounds. So I guess they just re- announced the date for it. April 24th. Oh, this is the one that looked weird. Yeah, it's, it's Predator Hunting Grounds. This is the one where it's 4v1. One person plays as the Predator. 
I legit have to confirm my date right now, my birth date, to look at this trailer. Everybody, everybody, make sure that you're of age. Yeah. Before you watch this, please. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is based. Oh wait, is this made by the people who did the Friday the Thirteenth game? I don't think so. Or is this just a straight rip? It's very much a rip. Okay. Well, this seems like a fun multiplayer game. This looks yeah. a lot better than the last trailer, too. Yeah. Oh, this... uh, oh, it's a Sony published game. But who's developing it? Ilphonic. Yeah, I don't think we know them. No. What have they Oh, made? they did work on Friday the 13th. Oh! Okay. Oh, were they the... Oh, it was developed by Black Tower Studios and Ilphonic. Okay. Gun Media is the publisher okay that's what i was getting confused with um development after ilphonic's polarized 2012 remake of nexus and gun media's breach and clear deadline that was a good game uh in 2015 ilphonic uh went to work on a game titled slasher volume one summer camp with little details on its release date with gun in which the game story took place in uh, camp forest green Friday the 13th director Sean S Cunningham was in talks about an upcoming game based on Friday the 13th with gun. It is also the first video game Ilphonic has developed with unreal engine four departing from cry engine after the announcement of project Advina. who's gun God, the publisher. Uh, okay, oh, I remember opinion. they. Yeah, I remember the story now. Of yeah, because they were they were gonna make you know Slasher Volume One Summer Camp. They were talking to Sean Cunningham about like you know getting ideas for it and stuff. And then Sean Cunningham said, "You know, do you want to just make this a Friday the Thirteenth game? I can help with that." That's what happened. Yeah, and then yeah. they were like, "Okay, yeah," and then, it, and then there was a weird Kickstarter, and it like took forever. But well, uh, because they kickstarted it first as Slasher, then they kickstarted it again as Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's made by the people who made Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, is so it, it, is what we're getting at. So it should be, at the very least, interesting. Yeah. No, it looks good. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth was a PlayStation Plus game at one point, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this could be that. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it's not full price because Friday the 13th wasn't, right? It was like 40 bucks when it came out. I don't remember. I remember. I only remember about Friday the 13th was it came out. It got bad reviews, but everybody still played the hell out of it. Yeah. It got like a 60 on Metacritic. Much like but, how the Friday the 13th movies get bad reviews, but everybody loves them. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And I mean, it was, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a beta, like, uh, you know, yeah. Online multiplayer game so people just have fun with those regardless of how broken they are uh next uh from square enix and platinum games we got new footage of babylon's fall an action game that mixes medieval fantasy setting with a sci-fi feel for the combat so another platinum action game for you okay uh oh so people i mean people will be excited about this if they like uh Astral Chain and Bayonetta. Yeah. All you Astral Chain stands better come out of the woodwork if you got a PlayStation. Yeah. Otherwise, you just you just uh, parroting what other people say. Yep. <laughs> uh, Super Liminal, a perspective and physics based puzzle game 
where you move through dreamlike landscapes coming to the PS4 at an undisclosed date. Uh, I'd like to say that Babylon's Fall looks very much like a Platinum game. Yeah. This, the, the combat looks like Bayonetta with swords. Yeah. Or it looks like Astral Chain. <laughs> but it looks very good. It looks yeah. very good. What is this other? What are we talking about? Super Liminal. A first-person puzzle game based on forced perspective and optical illusions. Puzzles in this game give you a sense of the unexpected. Players need to change their perspective and think outside the box to wake up from the dream. I feel like I've heard of this before. So it sounds like, you know, those moments in Inception where, like, they change, they look around the corner and, like, the room looks different all of a sudden because of the perspective? That, basically. This is blowing my mind. Is it a VR game? I don't, it looks like it could be, but I don't think it is. I feel like I've heard of something similar, or maybe it was this game just way earlier in development because it never looked like this. This game apparently spent six years in development. Okay, so maybe there I saw like a like an engine prototype. Yeah, because uh, I've heard of this idea before, where it's yeah. forcing perspective to like screw around with like the puzzle mechanics. But uh, yeah, I've never seen it like this, and this looks yeah. way cooler. Yeah, I'd be down to try that. Yeah, that seems cool. April twenty twenty. Yes. Uh, and finally, uh, Sucker Punch's Ghosts of Tsushima. We'll have a complete trailer at the Game Awards. God damn it. <laughs> that's what they announced. Well, no, that's good, because I've been waiting to hear something about this game. Yeah. Because uh, this game looks sick. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, so tune in tomorrow for Bob's uh, live stream of the Game Awards. On twitch.tv on twitch. slash wolfden. During the and, Game Awards, we'll be co-streaming yes. it. And uh, f- yeah, we'll see more of that. <laughs> you betcha. Uh, hopefully we get a date for that. Yeah, well, I think we will. I think that I think that's the perfect time to drop a date. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So overall, I mean, usually the Sony announcements are not very good. Uh, for their state of play? Their state of plays are usually not great. Yeah. This was all right. This was, yeah, this was good, but they're still not Nintendo Directs. No, but I think, I think what really killed it was not having Resident Evil be quiet. Yeah. Know? Like if Resident Evil if didn't leak, this would have been a huge uh, state of play. Yeah, but right now it's just an alright state of play. Yeah. Uh, a Kingdom Hearts three DLC is a big deal to a lot of people. Yes. Um, not to us, unfortunately. Nope. Ghost of Tsushima would have been great to hear about, yeah. but uh, but I guess I get why they're saving that for the Game Awards. Yeah, they need something for the Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, and the Predator game, well, we already knew about that, but I guess we're gonna date. There's some cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And go uh Goose Game coming out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd say this is all right. Yeah. This is better than a lot of this crap they've done before. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and Super Liminal? Is that the name of the game? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh, and this should probably be looped in with the PlayStation stuff. Um MLB The Show is going multi-platform. Yes. Well, I, yeah, I put that in there because it was like, they announced this separately from the state of play. Right. But, you uh, know, it's still, it's still a Sony situation. Yeah. Very uh, interesting. Yes. Sony Interactive Entertainment and Major League Baseball are extending their long-term deal to continue developing MLB The Show, the league's officially licensed simulation video game. 
but there's a very important twist to their deal now. MLB The Show will no longer be PlayStation exclusive. The series is coming to other as yet unconfirmed console platforms. In a new release, in a news release, Major League Baseball, the Major League Baseball Players Association, Sony Interactive Entertainment, and developer SIE San Diego Studio announced SIE SIE SIE. I'm hungry now. Yeah, um, announced an unspecified multi multi year extension of their long standing partnership. They also confirmed that MLB The Show will officially appear on consoles beyond playstation platforms as early as 2021 while the league its players association and sony didn't specify which non-playstation platforms would soon be home to mlb the show both the official xbox and nintendo of america twitter accounts tweeted about the deal hinting that the future of mlb the show video games uh would come to those companies platforms so it's unclear whether sie uh san diego would itself develop non-playstation versions of the game that's crazy i first actually saw it from nintendo's retweet yes uh because of course i would um yeah that's crazy so i i i feel like my i mean it's not confirmed that it's coming to those consoles but it's basically confirmed microsoft and and nintendo would never do that unless exactly they were getting these games so the reason why this is a big deal this is one it's a sony first party platform first party game coming to other systems right that's unheard of that's the big thing but also too for years there mlb the show was the only officially licensed major league baseball video game uh that was like you know in the same league as like madden and nba 2k and nhl you know things like that and fifa so, so it started in uh 98 yeah. which was not came out in 1997 yeah. but it was MLB 98 and that was there since then it's been a PlayStation exclusive when did it when did the license the exclusive MLB license start uh well MLB the show has been the only traditional simulation baseball series in existence for many years leaving owners for non-PlayStation consoles without any options its main competition 2K Sports MLB 2K franchise ended in 2014 Following ah, the previous year's go. MLB 2K13 on PS3 and 3 and 360. The last entry in the franchise on a Nintendo platform, Major League Baseball 2K12, was on the Nintendo DS. So why was 2K able to make baseball games? So I think the deal was uh because Sony had the deal for exclusively for Sony platforms only, but 2K had the had a deal for multi-platform. Okay. Yeah. They Wait. Were, 2K was the only publisher allowed to publish MLB games for multi-platform purposes. But PlayStation was able to make their own game. Yes. Because it was only going to be for PlayStation. That's really weird. It's very So weird. you could get MLB 2K for PlayStation, though. Yeah. That's When it was coming out. That's weird. And then yeah. why do they stop? Did did uh, did, Mike, did uh, PlayStation get an exclusive license or no? I think I I don't think Major M- MLB 2K was good. Okay, that <laughs> so would they explain just, like, it. Stop doing it. That's like why like you know EA also has the NBA license, but they don't put out games because they're all terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2K Games has announced that the series has had been discontinued following the release of 2K 13. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no no reason they just they were just yeah. like forget it. Yeah. 
maybe it wasn't a good seller for them. Probably not. 2K's got a lot of other things to worry about mm-hmm. and a lot of other bigger budget blockbusters that yeah. could keep them afloat, I'm sure. Also, hashtag fix WWE 2K20. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just don't care about no. wrestling games at all. Um, And I, I saw somewhere, apparently, because this game got uh, so thoroughly thrashed in reviews and everybody hates it, um, and it apparently didn't sell very well. So next year's game is going to have a uh, much reduced budget. That sucks. So well, you know not, what? So this isn't going to be a fixed anytime soon. That's such a dumb... We, they just looked at the numbers. They were like, it didn't sell well. Yeah. We're not getting our money back. Let's yeah. uh, pull the funding. But, but that was a poor allocation of budget, I think. It, it was... It's a weird... Because, again, Yuke's, uh the developer, left halfway through making the game. Um, so that, like, really royally screwed them up. Mm-hmm. And then they just had to, like, piece it together from what, you know, what they had. And they wanted to make it a game significantly worse than the version before. Um, Matt McMuscles uh, on his YouTube channel is a really good video about what happened during the development of 2K20. So I would recommend checking that out if you want to learn more. All right. Uh, oh, we got some more Nintendo news. Okay. Finally. It's about there. Oh, people in the chat are asking about... um where to watch the game awards twitch.tv slash wolf den yeah that's where you watch it uh and i'm not kidding that wasn't me being sarcastic please go there and watch it with us uh nintendo stuff more nintendo stuff yay uh the nintendo switch light flip cover goes on sale just in time for christmas yay everybody's been sending me this stupid case (laughs) to make it like a clamshell freaking ds yeah um it's a cool case but guys it's not that cool it's also not 40 dollars cool Ooh, no if you are a fan of the nintendo switch lights portability but hate how vulnerable that lovely screen is compared to the clamshell design of the 3ds family of consoles which came before it then you are finally in luck nintendo america online store is finally selling the nintendo switch light flip cover and screen protector for 39.99 According to the website, each Nintendo Switch Lite flip cover and screen protector set includes a flip cover for the Nintendo Switch Lite system and a protective sleeve for the L- sheet, a protective sheet for the LCD screen. Does that mean? Oh, that's just a screen protector. Why do they call yeah. it a sheet? That's weird. Well, it's a little pricey. We're a big fan. This is Nintendo life of the design and functionality of the screen protector, and it will surely be a big hit with Switch Lite owners who are worried about damaging their screen during their travels. The flip cover has been confirmed for other regions. Of course, we will update you when we see it go on sale elsewhere. Let us know if you have blah, blah, blah. Let me see what other regions. Yeah, no, this was announced previously as like coming to Japan and then Europe. It was Japan only first. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people were really excited. I thought it was really cool, but then it turned out it was just on sale in Japan. I went to Japan, didn't Mm -hmm. see it anywhere. I also didn't look that hard i feel like if i went to like a like an actual electronics store like yeah a, like a that sold new stuff i would have seen it but they had new stuff at like trader and i didn't yeah. see it there so i don't know i i, I feel like i i feel like i would have seen it you know or even why wouldn't it be at the pokemon stores they had plenty True. of uh of different cases did they but sell I, switches and like official nintendo hardware yes well okay. 
I guess only Pokemon stuff. Yeah. I didn't see like a regular Switch. Yeah. I only saw the Saisan and Zamazenta yeah. edition Switch Lite. But anyway, it's already available, this this cover. Uh, in Australia, in the UK, um, and it's in yeah. Japan. Yeah, because I remember when this came out, everyone was excited for it because it's a, it's a great case. Like, it's a great idea for the Switch Lite specifically. Um, I mean, it would fix my problem of having a really, like, uh, small form factor case because I love small form factors. Yeah. yeah, no, this would be perfect for that. Yeah, this would this would kind of fix that. But having the flap flapping around while I'm playing... Not a fan. If I could detach it, that would be sick. That wouldn't bother me so much because you could just flip it back and you just hold it. Yeah, but know? then you, but it would be inside out. Not a big deal. Well, it depends on how the grip is. Yeah, I need to see. I need. To, I need to. I need to. I need to do some tests. Also, according to uh, the article that announced the um, the Japanese launch, mm-hmm. uh, it was pre order for. 3,758 yen, which is approximately 35 American Oh, dollars. I could have gotten a deal. Yeah. yeah. I also could have made a video before anybody else. Um, this is going to be a waste of a video, but I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it for you. I do the things I do for you people. Sometimes, sometimes you got to waste a video. Uh, all right. The last thing that I have here. Okay. Oh, there's two things. There's all two right. more things, but one of the last ones that's an actual article. Is a dicey one to, to screen capture right now, but yeah, it's well, the 2019 Pornhub statistics. It what's scary is that it's Pornhub.com, but yeah, it's, it's the the site is safe for work. Yeah, Pornhub.com slash insights. Yeah, so this is um their year in review, all their porn statistics. Uh, there's a gaming section, which is why it's yeah. here. Well, let's listen to this. The searches that define 2019, the number one is amateur. Understand. You know? I mean, I like indie films as much as the next guy. Yeah. Number two is Alien. And that's got to be because of the... uh, Oh, the Area 51. The Area 51 raid. Number three is POV. I love virtual reality. Number virtual f- reality porn is a very very big industry. Let Rich, me tell you, it's very big. Well, it's one of the main reasons why people still use their Google Cardboard. I was gonna say PlayStation VR. Yeah. That um, too. Number four, Belle Delphine. Yes. So she is a content creator. Yes. Uh, and she made some stuff on Pornhub and made like a big like uh sh- like stink that she was gonna make a porn hub and everyone was like, Oh my God, we finally get to see you naked. And then she yeah. trolled everybody and did what she did on Instagram, just on Pornhub. Yep. Uh, jokes on them. Cause she's the fourth most searched person on Pornhub. Yes. Uh, number five is cosplay. Everybody loves cosplay. Yeah. Number six is mature. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, number seven is bisexual. Glad to see okay. that we're breaking boundaries. Uh, well, you know, that's a, I feel like that's a very typical search. Sure. Yeah. Number eight is Apex Legends, which is the only reason I'm reading all of this. <laughs> that is very high. Yeah. It could be and it could be boobs. Yeah. Could be one of these. And instead it's Apex Legends. Number nine is ASMR. Understandable. Yeah. And number ten is Femdom, which is another understandable one that I think should be way higher. Yeah. Uh Maybe boobs is out of there because it's like always a top one, you know? Maybe. And these are just like the weird ones. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, there's like a gaming section that's hard to find because there's so you many gotta like statistics. scroll down. Yeah, I'm actually really happy that they do this much with their statistics. Oh, uh, they are. Yeah, they are like crazy with all their numbers. This is what I wanted to get to. And I saw this because Alana Pierce tweeted it. Uh, yeah. Traffic by game console. Oh, yeah. This is bizarre. A lot of you, lot of you freaks out there are watching porn on your PlayStations. What's up with that? Yeah. Is the web browser that good? Or is, it, or is, that, just what, is that just your Netflix machine? <laughs> well, I guess uh, more power to you. Uh, so okay. PlayStation is the Here. biggest... Xbox is second. Completely understand. Yeah. Completely understand why. Mm -hmm. PlayStation Vita is third. Yeah. Is that Japan uh, bleeding in? It must be. Or you know what? I bet you like iPod would be up there. As I was scrolling down, I saw Apple and Android. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I guess guess iPod, that that OS wouldn't be. That would just be iOS. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nintendo 3DS and Nintendo Wii U are still up there. Yeah, well, because those have web browsers. The Switch does not. Yes, the Switch does not have a web browser. So unless you hack it, you ain't looking at porn on there. And uh, even if you did hack it, it probably wouldn't even track. It's, it's, It's funny to me, though, that more people are using a Vita than the 3DS and the Wii U combined. Wait, people are... Underscore says it has an app. Are you saying that there's a Pornhub app for playstation is there and is there not on xbox i'm gonna look this up real quick all right why don't you read some more statistics because there's more okay um what's the next one there's there's like actual like game like searches yeah i'm in celebrity right now movie and tv character avengers is number one (laughs) good thing i i'm not sharing the screen right now uh number two is harley quinn (laughs) Pornhub optimized for Sony PlayStation 4. Well, okay. Uh, if you've ne- ever wondered why, just why your PlayStation has a built-in web browser, yeah. we're here to introduce you to Pornhub.com. There's no better mm-hmm. way. No, but that's just the website. So what has the app? Is it Vita? Well, it might, it might just be because if you go to it through the web browser. Yeah, but w- underscore says it has an app. What is he talking about? I I like how on this website they sell the old version of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Anyway, I got to get off this before we get uh, freaking taken off the internet. Yeah. Uh, Uh, What are the searches? uh, Well, there was a massive 3,345% increase in Joker searches after the launch of the movie um, as detailed in their Joker Insights post. Ah, I see that. Okay, let me show that now that's good good for them there was also a 748 percent increase in may for star wars specifically on may the 4th good good for them yeah here we uh, go video game characters here uh well most search video games yeah uh overwatch number one of course mm-hmm. i understand that fandom yeah. uh number two is Fortnite, and right. that's just a big game so understand that number three is pokemon that's upsetting that's just weird that's sad also, number four, Minecraft. Also weird. Also weird. 
Yes. Also very weird. Yeah. And number five is Apex Legends. Why is that so high in the I search results? That game does not strike me as a particularly sex. I mean, Pokemon and, and Minecraft do not strike me as particularly sexy games. Maybe it just had a really good uh, it must just port. Be, must just be that popular. Oh, underscore says there's no app. Never mind. It's just the website is optimized for each platform. There you go. Good for them. Apex Legends versus Fortnite. Apparently, Fortnite kills Apex Legends all the way up until February 15th, which was... Isn't that, when, isn't that when Apex came out? Did it even come out this year? Yeah. came out like earlier this year. God, this year has been so long. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that explains why I would have a huge surge. But then Fortnite kind of stabilized and uh, yeah, Apex stabilized lower. So that explains that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that also explains why Apex was so high. Look at that huge surge. All right. Yeah. It makes sense now. Oh, more surge video game character specifically. Okay. Zelda. That's surprising. Unless, again, there was a really good porn that had Maybe. Zelda in it. Uh, and also, did they mean Link? Laura <laughs> good... Croft is number two, and that's yeah. always going to be up in the top uh, that, three. That's just nice to see Laura Croft still, still going strong at the top. You see, change in popularity, only 12%. Yeah. Laura Croft, timeless. The original sex symbol of video games. Now, Diva is number three. Yeah. And we learned that she's 18. So, yes. so it's barely legal. I thought that she was not, so I'm happy about that. Number four is Super Mario. <laughs> Yikes. And I wonder, I wonder if it comes up, it. did you mean Ron Jeremy? <laughs> Number five is Bowsette. Understandable. That was a big... That Technically a big not a video game character, but we'll allow it. Uh, then you got Mercy May. Ada Wong. I mean, she's good looking. All right. Uh, Ash from Overwatch. Bridget from Overwatch. Uh, Calamity from Fortnite. Yeah. Pikachu. Why? Misty right under that. And then you got actual Bowser. And then yeah. I'm not reading the rest of this. You guys get the idea. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are freaks. Yeah, I mean, freaks out there. Don't mean to kink shame or anything, but Pornhub knows what you're doing. Hey, so. you do you, man. Except I don't yeah. know about using the PlayStation if you uh, have other people using your PlayStation. Look, you do you. Just make sure you do it in incognito mode. And to be safe, use a VPN. I had a friend who would always have people over and uh, he would always watch like YouTube on his PlayStation and he left the room once and we immediately looked at his search history and found out he's into MILFs. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we can move on now to the Wonder Woman trailer. Yes. Uh, I did a whole video on it. So if you want to know my all my opinions on that, you can check that out. Um, all you really need to know is that she rides lightning through the sky. Uh, yeah. You know, you said that and I missed it in the trailer. How did you miss it? I don't know. I'm not going to play the trailer on screen yeah. because I don't want to get dinged. But it looks, I mean, I did, I notoriously did not like the first Wonder Woman. Yes. I'm willing to give this a chance. It looks like Captain America meets Thor. And I like both of those, so. Yeah. Uh, I guess... I want. I mean, most of the stuff you said already in your video. Yeah. So, uh, are you? I mean, obviously you're excited for it. Yes, obviously. I mean, even if she didn't ride lightning through the sky, I'd be excited for it. But the fact that she does <laughs> makes it that much better. I hope it's an over the top, like a uh, campy, like '80s movie. 
It looks like it is. It's very bright and colorful. Like the the fight in the shopping mall was like very well lit. So, like her costume is a lot brighter than it's been in like the other movies too. Where like you can, it's like Crayola red, Crayola yellow, Crayola blue, like things. Like yeah, like that. they're like it seems like they're leading into like the the Marvel style. And not so much the Marvel style, but just more like as far away from the Zack Snyder. Um, monochromatic look as possible right well i think they should do that oh yeah because like in batman vs superman one the first image of wonder woman from batman vs superman her whole costume looked brown right yeah uh, what's interesting about the uh, marvel movies is that all the costumes and everything are really saturated and bright but it's graded unsaturated yeah, it's and very like dark, weird. Like, like, like not dark, but like, uh, like with like this weird like photo filter on it. Well, the was it? Patrick Willems like years ago did a video talking about the color grading in the Marvel movies, and they've typically just been very flat. Yeah, like there's very minimal color tweaking done to them. Like someone took the levels and took the blacks and moved them up a little bit. Yeah, so like the blacks aren't really black, right? And yeah, it just looks muted. Yeah, exactly muted. But like, a part of the problem is because the Marvel movies are shot on digital. Mm-hmm. Whereas the DC films have, uh, up until this point, been shot on film. This is so, Wonder Woman is going to be digital, right? No, I, think a lot. On, I think it's on film. Wow, there's so much green screen going the, on. <laughs> the first Wonder Woman movie was shot on film. My God, there's so much. Actually, all the yeah. DC movies have an insane amount of green screen. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the fact that there's green screen doesn't really matter. You know, it's just, it turns well, out, it basically, just, it's, it's more so in terms of convenience and editing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. going to be digital anyway. Yeah. You're, the end product will be digital. Yeah. So why are you going through the... I feel like it might be harder if you're doing it on film first. I mean, it's definitely harder, but it, it does produce a certain look to it. Like, uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker are all shot on film, but Solo and Rogue One were shot on digital. And you can mm-hmm. tell because they don't really look the same. Right. Yeah. But, you know, like, if 90% of the screen is going to be digital anyway why bother i mean it's it's a lot of it is preference for the filmmaker at this point it's mostly just preference for like the filmmakers Mm because digital is very quick um but you lose certain visual qualities to it maybe it's the tools like they're used to to. using film cameras and stuff Mm -hmm. all right when is this movie coming out uh next year june i want to say Okay. I guess watch Will's video for it. Yes. And that's it. I yes. got nothing else to say about it until I see it. I also got to watch Justice League June <laughs> and 5th, Aquaman. June 5th, 2020. I, I'll i send you a digital copy of Justice League because I ripped it from the Blu-ray. All right. Uh, anyway, we got John um, Halstead with uh, $5. It's probably due to titles like uh, I Got Plowed In title game super hot and it's just people showing gameplay just to troll i don't think so i think it's legit we're talking about now the pornhub statistics yeah. again not wonder woman <laughs> i think it's specifically porn companies making porns based on these search results yeah oh absolutely like like, like they like people know it's like on youtube like everybody yeah. knows when something tracks in search results and everybody starts making videos on it. So yeah. that's what happens with porn. People are like, oh, people are searching Apex Legends or are going to search. Here's a porn for it. Yeah. 
What's that rule? If it, if it exists, there's a porn of it. Uh, rule 34. Yeah. All right, we got a Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Uh, I don't remember which one I want. I have two here. Okay. I don't remember. We'll do both. All right. Um, this one's from Fizzy Soda Wave, which is a great Twitter account that's all pictures of Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> and his name on Twitter is Pikachu stole all my gifts and called me a bitch. <laughs> These are all pictures of Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And it says he try his best, but he can't fit. And it's Pikachu just getting stuck and stuff. It's like a big mascot yeah. Pikachu like getting stuck. Oh, that's funny. And my favorite is <laughs> him with the corner just in his face. Yeah. <laughs> The second one is Daniel Ahmad. Uh, he's a games analyst is mm-hmm. at Z huge EX. Uh, it says video games were a mistake. And this is a, a post that looks like a forum somewhere. Mm-hmm. It says, so I am planning on swallowing my Breath of the Wild cartridge whole tonight. And it's a picture <laughs> of somebody holding a Breath of the Wild cartridge. And it says, I think it will be a fitting tribute to a game I love so much to have it always be inside of him. Okay. I told my friend this, but he told me that's how not how digestion works and that the cartridge would pass through my body within a day or two. But I don't think I write. I think that since our bodies extract nutrients from food, there would be some type of infusion taking place where I will absorb some of the coating from the game into fat reserves or bone marrow or something else. I'm also convinced on uh, going through with the, this plan tonight but I know little about the nuances of the digestive system, which is why I am just running it by you all here. Who knows what freaking form this is. Has anybody run into the switch uh, games being swallowed before, be it by a sibling or a pet or something? I know they are bitter, but I'm just trying to ensure there is no other threat involved. Thanks in advance. So we we know that switch cartridges are coated in something to make them bitter. So when yes. you lick them, uh, like this disgusting. guy is either going to be throwing up, or he's going to have the worst poop of his life. Hey, and the first reply is uh, Striker XL, who is a fan of ours, and says, "What a nut." <laughs> yeah, no, this guy's going to have some bad poops. Will yeah, oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm speechless. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's just, the video games were a mistake. This is weird. This is a weird. Video situation. games were a mistake. Um, I'm out of here. I mean, I'm, I know I'm, we were kink shaming before, but those guys are fine. This guy is the one who needs help. I think it's a kink kink thing. Well, that's no, this, I, this it, is not a kink thing. This is just like straight up. He just wants to show his you. appreciation for Breath of the Wild. There are other ways to do that. There are other ways to do that. He should probably do any of the yeah. other ways. All right, we have, we don't really, have, so I went to the P.O. Box today, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because you stopped by Mom and Dad's house, and I got my controller. Thank you. Yeah, so a little aside, I stopped by Mom and Dad's house. Mom freaking got me three tubs of chili and two things of spaghetti. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, you don't need to eat. I need to eat. That's true. <laughs> oh, I also got uh, these that you Yes. that were in the video. Uh, I own two of these already. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. Right, I'll take no, them back if you don't I, want them. Well, no, I, I know people who might want these. Oh, then so. give it to them. Yeah. Um, even though also, I paid, I paid for them. <laughs> uh, so here's... Also, I took a switch case because I know somebody who asked for one. <laughs> uh, which one did you take? Uh, the Amazon one, the Amazon Basics one. Switch Lite. 
No, regular. Oh, yeah, get rid. I, why do we have that's that's not Amazon Basics. It's Amazon Basics. Why do I have that? I don't know. It's ugly as hell. Yeah, Amazon Basics. Yeah, get rid of that. We don't All need right. that. Uh, anyway, I'll give away the cheap one. I won't give away the expensive one yet. Of the stands. One. The what? I'll oh, give away stands. the cheap oh, okay. one. I won't yes. give away the expensive one just yet. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, I tweeted. I did a little tweet thing. Um, yeah. I came home to get some things, and my mom gave me three tubs of chili and some spaghetti uh, to take back. I carefully uh-huh. squeezed it into my luggage, but I dropped my luggage taking it out of the car. So actually, our buddy Pacini drove me back to the train, and uh, he put it in his trunk, and he saw me pack it, and he's like, dude, this thing's good. And I put it in standing up so that nothing yeah. would happen to it, so it wouldn't tip or anything. And then he opened his trunk, and it shot out and landed on his foot. <laughs> So you can see, a, I think that dent was there already, but it's good for dramatic effect. Uh, I said, for... so now I'm playing Schrodinger's chili. The chili is neither spilt nor packaged until I open it. Yeah. And then an hour, an hour and a half on the train later, and we're good. We're all good, baby. There's chili. Nice. We're all safe. Uh, I guess we should. Um, there's no unboxings except for the stuff from uh, the Pokemon cards. Yes. We have, and also I just want to show off the unboxing cam. Look at that. Wow. Uh, We have this many. I'm not opening all of these. Jesus. That's crazy. Just open up. Oh. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This video contains a product (laughs) provided to us for free by the Pokemon Company International. Was that within the first 20 seconds? Yes. It was very important. We got it. We got it covered. Yeah. In case anybody thought, you know, we were in bed with the Pokemon Company. No. Just... Just Pikachu, yeah. apparently. I shouldn't say that while we're promoting Pokemon stuff. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, these are all of the ones from the, uh, what's it called? The Advent Calendar. Yes. Which I'm having sent here tomorrow. Uh, I don't know why the focus is freaking out. But uh, I opened up one already. Okay. Uh, we got one hollow. Oh, no, we got two. This is a reverse hollow. It's a he- Helio helio helioptile i why do they got a name i'm like this uh you can't you can barely see it even yeah no I... all right uh what's this other one uh oh we got a flareon nice and we got this one looks cool this is a supreme puff gx uh full hollow wow uh, also, I, f- I neglected to mention that uh, all of the, in the advent calendar, when you open them up, they all have uh, like little sayings, like, yeah. like, like little, little sayings in them that Dan Seibert has been like uh, putting on Instagram. Uh, I'll read some of them. The flower on Venusaur's back will take on vivid colors if it gets plenty of nutrition and sunlight, and its aroma soothes people's emotions. Well, there you go. Next one was, uh, the curved antlers of Stantler subtly change the flow of air or create a strange space where reality is distorted. I'm not reading all these. They're just Pokemon, uh, uh, you know, Pokedex entries. Yeah. I'm going to open one more. Will, you pick one. I'm going to show you. Okay. Uh, these are all the same. Uh, so then I'll show you these three. Okay. 
you got uh, Blastoise, you got uh, the Sun and Moon guy, and you got, uh, I think, the Ruby Sapphire guys? Uh, Blastoise. I knew you were going to pick Blastoise. Well, yeah, it's the only one I know. You are so predictable. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I will never hate Pokemon, Will. I love Pokemon. Thank you, Pokemon Company, for giving me Pokemon. Swirlix! Nice. Uh, I got to reverse this camera or something. Uh, Drill Burr. Is this a hollow? No. You know, I'm going to... No, it's not in focus. Uh, Cricketot. Wow, this cameraman. Uh, Woobat. Ducklet. That's a funny name. This is a reverse hollow. Why can rock? Is that a new guy? He looks like he looks like the um, Gene Simmons Pokemon. Oh yeah, Zigzagoon. Zigzagoon. Uh, no. well, the, the Evo of Zigzagoon. Yeah, but obviously it's not. We got a uh, semi hollow, I guess. Trainer card, Rosa. I know her from only uh, the mobile game. Yeah, Pokemon Masters. Uh, you can play this card only if uh, one of your Pokemon was knocked out during your opponent's last turn. Energy. I think we. This looks like dark. I'm not sure. Mimikyu. Uh, beast. Beastite. I want to say beast titty, but that's not it. That. Can't be correct. Li uh, and Lilip. So nothing too crazy out of there. Yeah. And here's a here's a trading card code for people if they want. Get it while you can, because it's gonna right. go goodbye and see ya. There you go. All right. That's it for the unboxing. Okay. I gotta change the freaking PO box, my guys. Now is when we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you left a comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Um, what do we do first? Uh, whatever. Usually the hashtag because... Well, Fred has... The comments first. We'll do the hashtag if we usually do the hashtag. Right. Uh, oh, I don't want to show this. Get out of here. You guys <laughs> can't see my freaking Discord. Uh, where is it? Oh, Wolfden Live Info. Yeah. I don't know how to stream anymore. Uh, oh, he barely has any for the hashtag. Uh, we got just a hair. Josh, just a hair. I have it on screen now. Yeah. Um, hashtag Wolfden Live thought it, I'd share this comedy goal for the Nintendo Indie Twitter talk. Uh, it says, is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate an indie game? And then it's uh, Patrick holding his hand up. And then, no, mm -hmm. Patrick, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is not an indie game, says Squidward. And then next is, <laughs> is Bre Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 an indie game? And then he, he says, no, Pat. Patrick's uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is not an indie game or Mother 3. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine, though, if they did announce Mother 3 during the indie uh, event? Nobody would uh, expect that. No, no, no. Yeah. Imagine that tomorrow. Yeah. For the Game Awards. We got to oh, have boy. something big for the Game Awards. Yeah. 
And then Luke Antone who says, hey, Bob, have you played the new Shovel Knight DLC yet? If so, what do you think? I have. Oh, I played it at PAX. Oh, yeah, that's right. I played it at PAX. I have not played it yet. AJ played it, though, on stream. You should ask him. All right. Now, last week's Wolf Den Live. Fred yeah. note, this is the comment of the week. This is according to Fred. Yeah. It's from Attic Adam Buskirk. Taskmaster looks cool. Looks like the guy from Crisis Two and Three. He does from Black Widow. Does why is that comment of the week? I mean, because it's correct, one hundred percent. He does straight. Taskmaster yeah. does look like the guy from Crisis. Which I he should not look like together. the guy from Crisis. He should look like Taskmaster. Crisis is dope. Will it? Crisis Two is dope. Crisis One is very hard, and Crisis Three wasn't that good. Crisis Three, yeah, Crisis Three was was all right. Yeah. I forgot about Crisis Run One to be honest. Yeah, Crisis, Crisis One turns into a weird game. Yeah, Crisis Two though, it's fantastic, bopping. Yeah, uh, David H three seven three says, "Why would the Japanese call Resident Evil Biohazard? It's Biohazard. Biohazard because bio. it's about a biohazardous disease. Biohazard. Yes. Biohazard." Hazard-do. They changed the name from Biohazard to Resident Evil for the North American release because they were afraid of being sued by the band Biohazard. Ah, that makes a go. lot of sense. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Yoshi. Nintendo has been uh, retconning the Hylian Shield's current design into every past Zelda game. Did it in A Link Between Worlds, then again in Link's Awakening remake, and now over the... Uh, NES looking sprite as someone who loves Zelda one and the original sprite slash cross shield look damn you Nintendo why can't you just leave what's cool alone this is in reference to um the Zelda sprite that you can get in uh Mario Maker 2 Zelda I the mentioned boy. how they changed the the shading of the sprite and the master the master shields the Hylian shield specifically is the Hylian shield from later games not the original cross shaped uh design Correct. Yes. Uh, I did not realize they can, they've been doing that. Uh, you know what? I like the Hylian Shield. The Hylian? No, they got nothing against the Hylian Shield. I just thought, you know, they would keep it the same. And, you know, just like Mario is like red and blue and not orangey brown and yeah. red, you know? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they modernize that too. I mean, in the in Mario Maker, they in the Mario 1 style, they don't yeah. straight up change it. But then again, you got a 2D style Zelda, boy Zelda, Zelda the boy. Yeah. Uh, you got a 2D style Link, and that wasn't that it didn't exist, you know, mm-hmm. until Zelda two, and he didn't look like he does in this game. So it's different. Yeah. Anyway, Eddie Chapman says that second cam is trash. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a freaking webcam, dude. What do you want from me? I'm yeah. not. I'm not. What well, you want me to go out and buy another C three hundred? It's not made of money. No. Uh, Peter Simbai says, Hey, I have an iPhone 11 too. Keep up the great conversation. <laughs> Specific, this is going to be an iPhone 11 podcast. Yeah. As soon as I get mine, which will probably be after Christmas. Yeah, get one. I Money. <laughs> money, yes, that's true. Bruce Patrick with $2. Wish me luck on my final exams. Good luck. Good luck. Don't study. Nothing matters. Everybody dies. Uh, We're all going to die. We're all made of atoms. Yes. 
anyway we're in the chat now yes say say, say some things and we'll say some things back and then yeah. we're gonna get the hell out of here i got to eat some spaghetti <laughs> get a microwave some spaghetti well you have a wife i do that's why mom doesn't give you food i have another 30 year old man that's true when uh mom only is concerned about my eating habits when she's out of town true like you know when she's not around i just crumble to the floor and like starve to death i mean i understand yeah well it's a according to our mother it's a woman's job to make sure that the man is fed right i'm uh, just making that up not but that's probably teen and a man can feed himself yes yes uh anyway Clatus says wait another canon c300 listen i want to i want to reel it back a little bit as i said that i was like people are gonna get the wrong idea listen i bought a mark one c300 which is actually very cheap on ebay yeah and then i now will uses that for his videos yes uh for the stream hi hello i'm using a lumix g7 which i bought for my friend for very cheap i swindled him a little bit and he's very upset about how much i swindled him for it but it looks great i like this camera so no get it out of your head that we have an eight thousand dollar camera yeah (laughs) don't have that uh ryan uh mystery will has a relaxing voice thank you i hope it sounds good yeah better Uh i'm using this thing i think when i played it back it sounded good but in my headphones it, it sounds uh a little weird but i think that's just me i don't think that's everything everything's weird i don't think this that's whole, you this whole situation is weird whole situation is weird there's gonna be some growing pains but you know what i yeah. look great that's really all that matters that's really all that matters to me yeah um i like cream or creme brulezy who says i have a child out of wedlock smiley face <laughs> I'm glad you're happy about it. Yeah, I mean, some people aren't down with that, but if if it's okay with you, then who cares what other people think? 2019, man. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, uh, 13Zay or Zay says, don't you have an M50? I got one last year. Need to learn how to use it. Eek. I had an M50 for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Sometime this year, I got the C300 and started using that for my videos. I'm sure you could probably find the point in our videos when things started to look a little better yeah um and then i gave the c300 to will again it's a mark one it was very cheap on you yeah and it was like used to hell um and then i got myself a an eos r so now i use an eos r yeah uh anyway and the eos r looks pretty much identical to the c300 yeah uh sir papa foxes so did you guys talk about the upcoming next gen and where it leaves nintendo no probably i feel like we've touched on it probably in a different podcast but uh we can talk about it now yeah well i feel like we won't really talk about that until the next gen systems like officially get announced you know right um i mean right now we could speculate that yeah i think microsoft's gonna lean pretty heavily into uh games as a service or streaming i would say uh xbox isn't so much a physical it's going to have a physical device but like xbox is going to be more of like a a platform a digital platform for games i completely agree more like that uh and playstation is going to be a physical 
device. Yeah. They're, they're going to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like it's always been. PlayStation is not going to change much. Yeah. And I think that, uh, aside from the hardware, the hardware is going to be really powerful and good. Yeah. Uh, the last Nintendo, we have their next gen system already. Yeah. People loop the Switch in with current gen, and I think that's ridiculous because it's the next Nintendo system. Right. I, it's weird because like both se- both the Wii U and the Switch like kind of straddled the line. Of like generations, yeah, because they came out way early. Yeah, but so did the game. So did the Dreamcast, you know. Yeah, but I think the Dreamcast was still like a significant leap above what was out at the time. The Wii U was was basically on par with the PS3 and the 360, right? Uh, in terms of graphics, but that's not Nintendo yeah. shtick, you know. Right. At least anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean by like it's weird because like. You know, they re- they released the system like in the middle of the of the generation that's like on par with all the other systems. I just think generations are, uh, you know, each each company releases a system that has exclusive games that can only be played on that system. You know, yeah. you can't play Wii U games on a Switch, mm-hmm. um, or you can't play uh, Wii U games on a Wii. You can't play Wii games on a GameCube. You know, like that. Yeah. Um so that that's you can't have two systems that are like that at once. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what makes the Switch a next gen console on right. par with whatever PlayStation and Microsoft are coming out with next. Mm-hmm. Peaky Fire says Bob your mic is mute. That's definitely not true. Nope, that is incorrect. Unless it's picking up the wrong mic, which I think is unlikely. No, you sound consistent this whole yeah, but you're going to hear different audio than they would hear. Oh, true. Even though it's the same mic. Uh, Milshank Jones, is Will getting a new webcam for Christmas? So I'm actually using my old camera, my Canon XA30, um, and it's hooked up to my computer via an Elgato cam link. So if, if you talk about the choppiness, it has nothing to do with this camera. That's yeah, it's, uh, it's more that's so a, just our connection. That's a Google Hangout situation. Yeah. We're gonna work on that. Um, yeah, we'll have try to have this figured out next week. Yeah. So that's not the problem. Yeah. We'll work on it. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Oh, Huntington Dog for hu- Hunting Dog Five for Steam says, "Whom won the eShop giveaway?" Eep, sorry for asking. I never picked a winner. Oh, so you should do that. I should do that, yeah. Uh, you will If you won, you will get emailed sometime mm-hmm. this week or this weekend. So uh, keep an eye out on your email for that. But no, I haven't picked a winner yet. Sorry. Yeah. There's going to be five winners. So keep an eye out. And a lot of people entered, so don't get your hopes up. So yeah, that's it. I guess right. I, you got no, nobody else here, right? Yeah, that's good. So I will... I'll do the outro. <laughs> I'm going to let this awkwardness sulk for a minute longer. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Thank <laughs> you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here 
on youtube.com slash wolfden if you can't make the show for any reason at all we always put it up as an archive version on thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want if you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us you can do that as well we're also an audio podcast on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify google play and stitcher and if you listen to us on any of those platforms please be sure to subscribe rate and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective stores if you just want to watch a little bit of Wolf Den Live, however, you don't want to watch the whole thing or you want to send a clip of it to your buddies, then head on over to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Beautiful job, Will. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I should just, like, write it out and tape it, like, right off to the side. I mean, cause... you do it perfect almost every time. The, the Wolf... Sometimes you change a word and it totally derails the whole thing i thought that was gonna happen too because you didn't say because that's more recent and i still don't have like a good way like i want to say that but uh you said something you said one word differently just now and i was like oh no here it comes it's all come down but anyway uh tomorrow twitch.tv slash wolf den we're gonna stream the game awards uh i'll have at least aj on the discord maybe dan maybe will if you want to stop by i'll just the discord will be open maybe uh I am trying to watch Force Awakens and Last Jedi before Rise of Skywalker comes out, and I think I'm going to watch Force Awakens tomorrow. Understandable. Uh, but Understandable. Game of Wars usually runs late, so I'll probably stop by for the second half. All right. Why not? I'll, I'll keep it posted. All right. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Go to twitch.tv slash wolfden. Put that, uh, you know, notification. I'll do this. I love having my computer right here because I can just go like boop and you can go boop and yeah, you know what? I don't know how to here. We'll go to Nairo. Yeah. Uh, okay. You go to, you put you go here and you turn the notifications on. There you, you go. go. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.